Alrighty, welcome to Nerd Mageddon. Sorry about that. <laughs> I scared <laughs> I scared somebody. Um, we, <laughs> anyways, we are definitely here. Uh, we're talking about San Diego Comic Con. It's the thing that just happened. I don't know if you guys know about it. I'm sure you do. It's it's just a little um, Comic Con event, and some actors show up. No big deal. Uh, not that I got to go to it, but we did get immersed ourselves in all kinds of geekdom during this weekend and we just got to sit back in the comforts of our own uh dwelling places and got bombarded with a bunch of cool news i'm joined by uh johnny hello lorem yes that is me yes (laughs) and molly hello is joining us once again that is you yes that is you really (laughs) i had no idea (laughs) it's a ghost oh and so we are going to get our nerd on and all things, uh, mostly uh, mostly TV and uh, movie side of things. Uh, this will kind of be our part one because there's so much stuff to tackle. We'll have to like come back next week and hit you guys with the heavy uh, Arrowverse type stuff that we got going on at Comic-Con. But right now we're going to tackle some DC Comics film. Oh, first of all, I just forgot. I almost... It's like jumping I'm the, jumping the gun a little. Yeah, bit, I am jumping the gun. He's just so excited. That is a good segue. Because, uh, <laughs> um, this wasn't this wasn't office, obviously this is wasn't something planned at Comic Con to happen. This is not the big news that happened, but it filtered in during Comic Con. It seems that James Gunn has been very naughty in his past, and I think he rubbed some political pundits the wrong way. And they drudged up uh, years, like um, old school, uh, I think, Twitter um, feeds or whatever they call those. Twitter. Tweets? Tweets. <laughs> tweets. You are it's so like, old, Corey. It's like I don't know what's going on here. Okay, tweets. I don't know why I drew a blank on that. But, yeah, they dug up tweets. That's what that is. Uh, and they were very inappropriate. They were littered with just. Now, some outrageous stuff that I really don't want to talk about right here, um, but you can check out the news. It's all over. And so Marvel acted really fast, and although he deleted his um, – James Gunn deleted his account, that wasn't enough for Marvel. So Marvel basically just fired him on the spot, and it's kind of uh, leaves a void I think there's other visionary people working around Marvel. They're doing pretty well. I mean – They've had like three solid movies this uh, year, so I think there's and there's visionary people that they've had had fallen outs with them. I'm thinking Edgar Wright needs to step in, but somebody needs to herald this because uh, James Gunn was actually set up to be like uh, the cosmic universe. He was actually almost the successor to Kevin Feige. And so they put a lot of investment in him, and now there's a massive void. We were supposed to get a Guardians 3 in 2020, I think. And so that's definitely unsure of now. There's like a void. So I don't know who's going to step in there, what's going to happen with the Guardians um, franchise. What do you guys think about this James Gunn mess that happened? Um, I think, I mean, of course, what he said, I mean, I don't think there's any debate about how terrible it was. Um, and it's it, it just, it, it was, 
I'm not going to excuse it because it, there's, there is no excuse for some of the terrible things that he said. But as far as firing him based on tweets that happened years and years ago, I think it was in 2011 that, that he made those. I, I could be wrong on the year, but it was so long ago. It just seems like a bit of a stretch to fire him without even giving him a chance to uh, come out and apologize before losing his job. Um, because all, all that stuff has been there. Um it's been it's been for there for anybody to see. They just Marvel just didn't know about it, and or they just refused to acknowledge it acknowledge and, until it. somebody else brought it up. Yeah, and either way, I just feel like that's just again. I, I can see how they might give him maybe a, a punishment or something like that, but to fire him without giving him a chance to speak or or delete his account or apologize, it just seems a little excessive to me. Um, because I mean. We, we all have made mistakes in the past, and I can't say that we've all made those kind of mistakes. No. But but we all we've all done things that we wish you know weren't so public. And um and especially if you're him, you know he lives in uh he's 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 a famous director, and so he's going to do a lot of things that that is going to be seen in the public eye or on online that a lot of people that's going to get a lot of that's going to get a lot of traction. And when things like this happen, I I think that you know the the least we can do is give him the right to say you know i really messed up i'm really sorry this was you know i was you know i was younger then or something like that but you know give a real genuine apology um before just jumping jumping ahead and and firing him i think the reason they fired him so quickly is because marvel is doing so well you know they have um the second avengers movie uh infinity war coming Mm -hmm. out in a year and so they don't want that image portrayed on them so i think that's why they fired him and especially since the guardians movies are doing so well like the third one could have tanked because people are protesting so i i think that they're doing so well that i don't think something like this is going to even be on people's minds in a week and so i don't think that you know it, it would have any effect on the infinity war movie at all, because I can imagine that this upcoming um, Avengers movie in a year is going to be even bigger than the one we just saw, and um, certainly, you know, nobody's going to be thinking about James Gunn and what he tweeted a year from now, let alone a month from now. So, um, unless or, there is just more behind the story that we don't know about, and that's possible. Um, but and of course, I mean, we, you know, we wouldn't know. But I, I just can't imagine that. I, I feel like Marvel would be pretty straightforward about things like this. Like, if they're going to fire somebody as big as James Gunn, they're going to know, they're going to let us know why that is. And um, it just seems a little bit uh, hurried and rushed to get him out because of something that happened almost a decade ago. But that's just me. I just think they just don't want the bad image with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, and I mean, James Gunn's doing pretty well. You know, his net worth is pretty high, yeah. so I think he'll be fine. Because he, he was in the movie too, wasn't he? He was one of Yondu's. One of Yondu's um, minions. Little, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was his brother Sean. Oh, uh, from, oh, okay. From Gilmore Girls fame. Yeah, I wouldn't know. But that's all right. No. <laughs> oh, uh, right, right. From uh, from Gilmore. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. Yeah, oh, Dean. I'm, I'm uh, no. What? <laughs> that's his name? No. Oh. Oh, that was oh. another character oh. from Gilmore oh, okay. Girls. <laughs> I'm the only one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. How old are you again? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know where that's going to leave us because, like I said, he was the person that was supposed to spearhead all this cosmic. So they do they drop the cosmic... Uh, entity part of like the plan because i i i feel like kevin feige has like 
blueprints like he has worst case scenario blueprints and and plan a and b and c of where he wants the marvel's next iteration to go so i don't know if they scrap that or they just find a new um visionary director i would i would uh give uh edgar Wright a chance because they had a falling out with ant-man he was the original he was supposed to be the original ant-man director i'd also uh probably not gonna ever happen because it was on the star wars side but they probably were not they probably don't want chris phil or chris lord and phil miller but the lego guys I would like them though. They're fun and they have that quirky attitude because I think they're doing the Spider-Verse movie uh, for Sony and they just have that quirky attitude. But I don't know if like uh, on the Disney side with the Star Wars, I don't know if like they burnt their bridge there, but they could go over to Marvel and they could maybe spearhead it. I don't don't know, but Kevin Feige is like a wise guy, Um, not like a wise guy, like he's a smart (laughs) You know, but he's a wise business person, so he'll find a visionary director. There probably is a bunch of lurking around, maybe an unknown. Because James Gunn started out in like very low budget uh, horror movies and stuff, um, so they can find a guy like this. I I feel like, and I don't know what hap- what'll happen of uh, what'll become of like James Gunn's career. I don't know if this is like. S- like you said, Hollywood does forgive and forget. I've seen worse things that they, for, but they're on a witch hunt right now. So any of these people who are perpetrators of all this, uh, the Me Too generation, have to walk on ice right now because they're basically at gunning after all. But no oops. pun attended. Okay, <laughs> attended, Corey. but yeah, no, I really didn't. But <laughs> accidental funny is where I lay. That's my comfort zone. Um, so I'll claim it, I guess. But we're going to move on from that because I don't think there's much we can mine from. We just kind of have to wait and see uh, what is even going to happen with that whole deal. Uh, But we got treated to, since Marvel left a void right there in that universe, they also left a void at Comic-Con. So they didn't bring any of their stuff outside of, like, the division of the TV side and some of their work with Sony. But... So that left DC and boy DC Comics, um, DC, World of DC, I guess it's called now, which is just weird. Um, so now they got to do they got to work overtime to prove themselves after lackluster films, um, and they can't ride the tailcoats of like Wonder Woman forever. So they brought us Aquaman, Shazam, and they got some other things like Birds of Prey, and they got this confusing Joker movie. But first, we'll talk about Aquaman. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that trailer? I'm excited. I'm um, a little surprised because I was um, under the impression that it was going to be kind of a, a horror film. And That's what I was hearing. Yeah, and, and, and it, it does not look like that at all. And that's what I really, really wanted because I really love the idea of superhero films going away from what superhero films are known as right now, which is just action-packed. We had Logan, which was not your typical superhero film. We've had Deadpool 1, um, which was not your typical superhero film. Um, And then, you know, I was really – I think we've got The New Mutants that's coming out soon that's going to be horror film. Uh, and, and it's things like that where they're breaking away from, you know, uh, I want superhero 
to no longer be a genre and maybe that's like a subgenre of of film and then you know something else takes the stage where it's um, a comedy or a drama or a horror film and I really I don't think we're getting that like I, I wouldn't say we're promised but like we're under the impression that Aquaman was going to be a horror film and I think James Wan who is a horror director yeah. um, even alluded to that that it's going to have some um, horror elements to it. Which, because I mean, the 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 under the sea is so mysterious and dark that they could easily do something like that. And the fact that they didn't was just, or they, the, it doesn't seem like they're going to. It just, it's a little surprising and disappointing to me. I think DC is just trying to build up their image. You know, after Infinity War did so well and Justice League did not, they yeah. want to get a better image. And just throwing a random horror movie in there, you know, might not be the best idea for them right now. Or, or I mean, I, I feel, though, like maybe doing something different is exactly what they need. Because, you know, um, Deadpool and Logan are both in the um, X-Men universe, not in the main Marvel Cinematic Universe. And so um, those two movies, you know, are, are – Mar- one thing that Marvel's not doing is it's not breaking away from uh, – from the typical superhero movie like Deadpool and Logan are. And so I think that would give uh, DC the perfect opportunity to say, hey, I don't want, we don't, we don't want to be just like Marvel. We want to try new things. We want to, you know, you know, if we want Aquaman to be a horror movie, then we're going to do that. But they're, they're just trying to, it, it, it's weird because they're trying to be like Marvel in so many ways that they could deviate from, but then in ways that, would be beneficial for them to actually follow what Marvel's doing, like how they set up all these different hero superhero movies to lead up to the Avengers. They didn't do that with Justice League. They did it with two, I'm going to say two and a half um, superheroes because Wonder Woman kind of got her own movie with BBS. Um, and then, well, no, she got her. But that was after Justice uh... League. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and, because Justice League, because building up to Justice League, they didn't give Wonder Woman her own film beforehand or Flash at all yet or Cyborg at all yet or Aquaman at all by then, you know, there just, was, you didn't know who half of the cast was. So you didn't really care that, you know, and, and I, I just, I wish DC was doing, th- I have so much hope for DC, but I, I think they're really like, tearing it down because they're they're not doing a lot to to give me a give me a reason to want to see your movies instead of marvel's right every time i go into a dc movie i'm like i hope this is good you know? this but, is the one that turns it around <laughs> right you know? but it doesn't it just keeps getting my expectations lower yeah. and lower and that's just going to be bare minimum and like i'm going to come out of a movie and be like oh that was a good movie yeah instead and of being all like this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong i like i'll say ant-man and the wasp was nothing special to me but um, there were some moments that were entertaining. I thought that it was, um, I thought it was uh, a decent movie. But I feel like for DC to reach the level of satisfaction that I got from Ant-Man and the Wasp, it takes a lot for them to get there. And that should not be the case. Like, I think Wonder Woman, for me, reached that meh feeling I got that with Ant-Man and the Wasp. And like for that to be its best level um, for DC, but kind of towards the worst for marvel really says a lot you know like it's i want to say that uh, of the five movies that have been released so far for dc um it's a tie between wonder woman 
and um, BVS, but the um, the the DVD version, okay. the the with the like extra hour of okay. footage because okay. the the theatrical version was garbage. Yeah, but, um, but I was gonna say, why would you rank no, BVS second? No, no, like no, no, no. I would have Justice League no, second. BVS was like the the, the DVD version with the uh, I can't remember what it's called. There's something. It's something cut. It's director's uh, cut, extended cut, ex- extended extended editions, extended yeah. cut, something like that. Um, I bought it i watched it and it was like two and a half hours and or it's like an hour what it was like an extra hour of um of film and it it filled in all the things that they needed to fill in and i don't know why they were removed in the first place but anyway it was that version of the movie is the best and that version of the movie is like slightly better than how i felt about ant-man and the wasp which was like meh so for them to work so hard well for them to like I'll, I'll say for them to work so hard and not not reach those expectations that um, some other movies in, D- in Marvel are, are getting, like Guardians 1 or Winter Soldier or um, Civil War or Infinity War, you know, um, it, it's just – it's I, it's going to take so much more and so much preparation and slow down a little bit. You know, they need to slow down because – I feel like they're rushing everything yeah. and so they're putting in – you know, minimum work. They're like, oh, Marvel just came out with Avengers. We got to come out with uh, Justice League. Yeah. It's like, no, you got to take your time to make it good. And and it might be different studios that are making this different Joker movie. Mm-hmm. Um, is it? It is different studios. Uh, okay. But um, for uh, – I still think that if they put some of that energy – All right. Well, I sorry. I think it's still – I mean, I think it's still Warner Brothers, but it's separate from, like, the, the Leto stuff. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, but I wasn't sure if, like, if, there, if it was possible for them to stop that and take some of that energy and move it towards Aquaman or Shazam or something. Because if it w- they're planning on making an eventual Justice League 2, and I assume it's going to include Shazam in it and maybe, you know, one or two other – maybe Green Lantern because I think there's a Green Lantern movie coming out. Yeah. Um, if they're going to include a few more superheroes to the team, they really need to make those origin stories um, or those those first films for each of the superheroes something special because resonate right now, with the audience. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah, right yeah, because right now they're not doing a good job of that. And I think that um, Shazam looks okay, um, and Aquaman looks like every other movie to me, just underwater. Um, and I, I every other superhero movie. every yeah every other superhero movie except underwater Shazam looks a little bit original just because um, uh, just the character itself it's so hard to make that like everything else because he's a, 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 a he looks like a grown up but he's actually a kid that whole yeah. like I've loved the concept of Shazam ever since I've known about him from years ago but um, I think that'll be the most refreshing one just because yeah. they need to lighten up a little bit yeah I think he even touches the kid touches on that like. Um, he has like a wink wink comment about something he's I think he's handicapped and he said something about dark and brooding yeah. something. Uh so I think that was like a wink wink of like they're they're in on the joke. And I think uh I mean, it's kind of like a response to Deadpool two being like, You're so dark or are you from the yeah. <laughs> DC universe? <laughs> uh I think back to the James Wan thing. There's this thing called the trench. They're they're people that they're the original um, sea people, and so they've been down in the depths so long that they uh, look they adapted and they're like really horrible looking, and maybe they don't have their eyes are like just black and not there, and so maybe 
because we didn't get to see that, they wanted to show like some of the lighthearted stuff because I think that is definitely where they're going. And so they didn't show that element. Maybe that's where the horror is. They're, they're, they're troops that are ugly and want revenge on um, – and I think they, they are the, – they're afraid of light. So it showed like where he dove in the water holding some artifact and it was glowing and I think he's going to take on them at that moment. And so, yeah, I think they're, they're doing really well with the adventure, the lighthearted thing. Maybe they, if that works, they'll probably exploit that to all get out. And so they need to pump their brakes a little bit with that. I think this, the more I read about this Joker thing, even though it's really confusing, this might be the bright experimental part of the DC universe that you were talking about. Because it's supposed to be like a crime drama. It says it's experimental in tone and content, this Joaquin Phoenix Joker, and its budget's only around $55 million, which seems, I mean, that's a lot, but that's, not, that's you know, not very much as peanuts compared to some of these big budget things probably. And so it looks like we're going to, and there, uh, the whole confusion with, like, the deviation between his Joker and then we got Leto's Joker that I I read that is still going to be in his own movie and Suicide Squad too, but they said they they're going to do a lot of just crime drama and experimentation with this uh, struggle of like uh, whatever they're doing with this Joker movie. I, I, if it, if he's a family man, if he's a comedian like he's supposed to be, I don't I don't have any idea. I think they're going to name him, which that might be a bad thing. Just having – because when we watched The Dark Knight, every time he told his origin story, he was lying. It seemed like he would never give the straight uh, of his origin story, and that's what's so mysterious about Joker. I think that's maybe wrong to do an origin story there. Yeah, I I agree. I I think that's one thing that I was not really happy about with the show Gotham is that they they gave him a name, they gave him an origin story, and I never really wanted to know. I think that was the mysterious behind Joker. And for them to do that in a, in a movie where it's strictly about uh, it's strictly about him, um, just why he became the Joker and and who he was beforehand. I, I might not. I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but I can speak for I think the general Joker fan that no one cares where Joker came from. Right. That's not what, that's not where his appeal is. His appeal is just like the fact that you don't know, you know, the fact that there's so much of his life that you don't know what happened. You don't know why he's there and you want to see what kind of chaos he's going to bring. You want to see how ruthless he's going to be and not care about what he does to other people. But to see a version of him that he used to be sympathetic and a family man and have kids, whatever, that's not a part of the Joker that I want to see. And that's not a part of the Joker that I think most people would want to see. And I feel like every backstory is different. And so I'm just like, okay, but, like, we're which Joker and how does this affect the movie, you know? Yeah. So I don't understand that. And, and having two different Jokers, uh, Joker movies happen within a few, I don't know a year a few years apart just it, it it's confusing and it like what's the point I get like that's kind of what I'm talking about is that they they want to experiment with making standalone movies like having the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie when they're already working on it Jared Leto is is Jared Leto getting his own standalone Joker movie it's that's what I'm reading right here he's gonna not only be in some aspect of Suicide Squad 2 
but he's getting his own future movie. Yeah, so movie. they, they want to experiment with having um, a Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie, but they don't want to experiment with making Aquaman a horror movie. And they're putting all this energy – I mean, no matter how much energy it is or how much time and, and money it is to make these standalone films that are outside of this newly named world of DC comics yeah. – um, they're wasting so much potential by not building up what they're already trying to create. It's it's like they've got this this they've got a child that they already formed for that's a few years old, and instead of helping it to to raise it, they're like, no, we should have another kid, and that'll that then that'll be the successful. one. I mean, the first child is always the trial baby, anyway. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like while you make a new one, you should make sure that the first one you can also do a good job with before going on to having a second. Um, but I don't know. That, I'm not a parent. That's just me. I just I assume you should be successful with the first before moving on to the second. I'm going to uh, show my age. But um, <laughs> so there was a movie with um, I'm going to draw a blank, and that's never a good thing when you're trying to make a point about something. But uh, we'll we'll try to we'll I'll try to f- get through this best I can. Uh, there is a movie called Okay. Now it, it, it's working. It's working. It's coming. Uh, there's a movie called Multiplicity. Back in the day, and I think it had um, Michael Keaton, and so he made clones of himself. But every time he made a new clone, it was getting dumber, it was <laughs> having more faults, or like uh, just more imperfections, imperfections to it. And so I think if the more they make these clones or these side movies, they're I don't know. We're going to see all these. Yeah. We're going to see all these imperfections. I hope this proves me wrong. But then again, this sounds a lot like something we saw back in the Disney the Disney phase of stuff where it was called Star Wars Story. This feels like a Star Wars – and we know that, that wasn't too successful. This feels like they're taking a page out of that and they're trying these experimental things. But maybe, like you said, maybe they should just focus on the big shebang. I wonder how many times we've actually had the same conversation. We, we ha- <laughs> but we say it differently. We do. We we say it differently every time. So, like, if we want to ever have a political show, um, <laughs> we could probably do that because we say the same thing, but we say it very differently. No, I just mean like every time we like every time we talk about DC. It's I know like, yeah. it feels like we're slandering it we, always, yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's a lot to explain explore and we're always wanting to be proven wrong and i'm and i'm absolutely hoping to be proved proven wrong because i know todd phillips needs it like because the hangovers were getting bad oh yeah uh, they just kept going down yeah and but he has done some cool stuff like war dogs with um miles teller miles teller yeah i'm drawing a blank and that's never good yeah jonah hill they were like arm salesmen based on a true story and that was pretty cool but yeah uh, okay, let's get into Shazam a little because we've talked <laughs> uh, circles around this one. We just have to wait and see, and I hope this isn't uh, a Star Wars story DC style. That's all I'm hoping, and keep it less confusing <laughs> for us fans. And and if it's confusing for us sweaties, our diehard people, <laughs> that's a, a, a coin term that uh, actually um, – the guy that I shared that he passed away recently, not to bring down morale or a bummer, uh, John Snep. I don't know why I always want to bring this, but because <laughs> I talked about um, Ditko last time that passed away. But John Snep, uh, I got to just give him a shout out. He was a Collider guy, uh, worked for Collider, did Collider Heroes. Um, just it was really unexpected. He just had he had a massive stroke and a lot of 
uh, problems all at once. He did a Death of Superman um, documentary. It was the back in the day when um, Tim Burton was going to do Superman with, of all things. Um, uh, I would actually kind of want to see yeah. that. A Tim Burton super, Superman? Yeah. I think that would be he was going to do that back in the day, and so this was a really good, um, a really good documentary that he did. Also, I think he did Metalocalypse. Oh. He was a producer on that. Uh, he did like a Black Panther cartoon back in the day for Marvel. So he did a lot of cool stuff, and yeah, just I just saw like one day he wasn't on Collider Heroes, which is like, and he he, he coined, uh, coined the term. Sorry, I can't talk. Coined the term sweaty. So if you're super into your whatever, I don't like. I don't that. like that. I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> That's just if you're. There's to, so many better right. names <laughs> than that. But if you're super into superheroes or whatever your passion was, that's what his his coin term was, and he and he was an amazing man, and so he'll be missed. But we need to get into Shazam and kind of how the light tone was. It felt like very much big meets superhero movie. So yeah. Tom Hanks back in the day, if there is not a piano scene where he plays um, chopsticks or whatever that was, uh, heart and soul. If there's not a wink-wink thing to that, I think that'll be a missed opportunity. But it absolutely feels like Big meets Superman, basically. I, I really like what I'm seeing. I think it's going to be light and fun, and that's definitely what they need. Uh, it's got one of the guys from It, one of the kids from It, that's kind of a, a smart aleck in it. And then we got Jaimin Huntsu uh, that plays the wizard from oh. Guardians of the Galaxy, the Star-Lord who, that guy. <laughs> So he's the dude that gives him the power on the subway. Um, and I think it's just going to be – I always like seeing, like, them testing out their power. It reminds me a lot of Spider-Man 2 when he was like, go, web, go. Yes. When he's trying to test yes. out his – and he doesn't even know what his powers are. Yeah. And that's the cool thing. Just a different hands movement. Yeah. He's like, go, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> so I always like to see – he, like, did the classic Superman pose where he's flying in the air with his arm extended out. But then he crashes it down. Oh. Um, in a felt effort, and I don't know who the bad. I mean, I don't know who the baddie is. There really doesn't have to be a baddie. I think it could just be all about him trying to explore, trying to be whatever a hero is. But it's really cool to see. The suit is a little. I'm a little weird. Uh, not totally sold, but on the lightning bolt, it's gl- like glowing. It feels like uh, I think I saw somewhere that a guy felt like it was a party city thing, <laughs> and I thought that I, I'll have to echo that sentiment. That it feels very party city and it feels padded. I know that uh, Levi, uh, what's his name, Le- Levi, Levi, I, I, Levi. I don't know what. It is. Um, yeah. Gosh, we should know that. Is it, it's a, Zachary it's a, Levi. Zachary Levi. Yeah. From I think Chuck was the show. I think so. Okay, so I know he's been working. We out. did our research. We clearly yeah, we, we clearly know. <laughs> you guys came prepared. What yeah. we're talking about, but I know he's been pumping weight. But I know they padded it up. So suit aside, it looks fun. What, and you kind of touched on it a little bit when you. I, ta- I I think um, well one thing I I didn't really um, realize until like uh, just a few minutes ago while we were talking. You're right, Court. Yep. All right. I have not <laughs> fell. I have not fell down. Okay. Um, I don't have to have my life alert (laughs) (laughs) one thing i I kind of realized just a few minutes ago while i was thinking about it was that to me it seems like um billy batson who plays uh who's the the kid Mm -hmm. um the younger version of shazam um he seems more mature as a kid than he does when he's shazam absolutely yeah and and 
it was weird because I, I remember like seeing him before, like when he was, you know, moving into the um, the uh, foster home. He met the kid, and then he was on the subway. And all up until he became Shazam, he seemed like a relatively mature kid. But then he became Shazam, an adult, and then he was really childish. And and I can tell that they like wanted to do that because it was it's funny to see an adult act like a kid. But when the kid himself as a child isn't acting the same way he would as that adult. It just didn't make a lot of sense. Um, but maybe, I mean, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't really know exactly what his personality is going to be like. Um, I'm hoping that goes back to just like our, our Aquaman talk that because we heard that there is some horror and we haven't seen it yet. It's a show tell kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe it's still in there. And I did see the, the classic, like, uh, whatever it's called, the classic millennial, like, trappings. I saw the dance that he did um, that ever, all these kids are doing um, that's on Fortnite. I saw that oh. in there. <laughs> yeah, that classic dance. Uh, so, yeah, but I agree that they need to keep things pretty consistent. Yeah. You know? And I will say that one thing I do like is, like we mentioned earlier, that it does look like it's going to be a lot lighter of a superhero D, uh, DC film, mm-hmm. um, which will be really good because, I mean, after seeing Batman and Suicide Squad and Justice League. It's and so dark. Wonder Woman is even brooding. And, yeah. like, there's so many, so many characters that are just, like, you know, you know, with a deep voice, I must protect it. I must protect this world, you know, and just so many superheroes that are that need to be totally like brooding. macho man. Yeah, well, totally yeah. brooding and 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 you know, I have to do this alone, that kind of thing. Um, and then there's Shazam, where he walks Shazam. down the street and he's like, "I'm a superhero." <laughs> yeah. After he yes. after he busts the people and he's like, "I'm gonna kill that guy." Or, yeah. I'm gonna you guys hurt are you. Dead. You guys are dead yeah. after after they uh, get through like apprehending criminals at a uh, convenience store, and then they chug, eat um, garbage and junk food and chug I mean, soda. The the fun thing about Shazam is that he's the superhero that all of us would be if yeah. we were a superhero. You know? Definitely, especially <laughs> the scene where he's zapping people's cell phones, <laughs> yeah. charging them, yeah. walking around. Um, Your phone is charged. Your phone is charged. <laughs> Everybody has a charged phone. You're like Oprah. <laughs> yeah. And so, then one of them breaks. <laughs> Have you seen the trailer? I mean, I saw like the first half of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the heck? I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, it's 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 uh, yeah. It looks like a really good film, um, and I I think that there's a chance that it could be. There's, I, I think there's a chance it could be the best one so far, the best DC film so far. Um, well, you you say that, and then you're gonna walk I in. I mean, one of them has to be the best. So we you, hope. Yeah, I mean, I mean, one of one of the five that they've got out right now, one of them is the best. <laughs> of course, it's you know, it, yeah. it doesn't matter how high that bar is for being the best, but one of them has to be the best of you know among them. So maybe Shazam will be better than the rest, but we'll see, I guess. And it's not hard to top that bar. No, so. it's really not. It's really low. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, like Matt was, was is really all it takes to get pretty close. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that's the Guardian size surprise. Yeah, um, because no one really thought that that was going to do very well. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it. Thinking back, it, it it absolutely has kind of like an elf vibe to it too. If he keeps consistent. Yeah. Because he's got that wonderment about everything. Yeah. So that could that could resonate with fans. Um, looks like we're getting a Birds of Prey movie that I'm not sure anybody asked for, but we're getting it. <laughs> I mean, they're intriguing characters. They're just not the characters that are usually at, in central to the Birds of Prey. 
Birds of Prey had like at the foundation had Oracle, which was Barbara Gordon after she's uh, shot by the Joker and paralyzed, and she she does like a Felicity type thing, and she yeah. mans the uh, security. Well, and technically, she... Felicity does a Barbara Gordon type thing. Well, that's true. Come on, Cork, <laughs> get it right. True. I mean, you would know that better than even I would, but I'm yeah. just I'm just being a nitpicker. <laughs> True. I'm being, a, uh, so, I'm being a sweaty. Yes. You are. <laughs> I don't like. Nope. I tried it. I don't like it. You don't I, like it. It doesn't work. Nope. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sweatiness aside. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are gonna get like a break, a big screen version of Black Canary. Uh, somehow they want to just lump uh, Harley Quinn in here because Margot Robbie is like one of their poster girls, and they've had, f- they've had. F- um, if anything was solid from uh, Suicide Squad, it was definitely her and Will Smith, I guess. Um, so, yeah, they lumped her in there even though she's a villain. I guess they're going to be anti-hero type thing, and they don't have the Batgirl as we know her. It's a different Batgirl, and it's just very – it's it's still very confusing. But, I mean, I hope it surprises me. I don't know much uh, information about that movie. It's just – I don't know what they're tracking down. I don't know what their purpose. The birds of prey, I guess, are just vigilantes. I I don't I don't. It's like you said, nobody asked for it, so I don't know why they're yeah. where they're making it because it seems like to me it's going to be another Suicide Squad. Not in the not in the sense that it's going to be all villains, but just in the sense that it's a bunch of people who we don't have backstory for that are going to be teaming up. And when you get that, when you introduce a bunch of people into a story to team up together. Um, no one cares about them. And I feel like it takes most of the movie to do, like, backstories. Yeah. Than to just have their own movie. Yeah. And then come out with the the because bigger movie. if you don't have a backstory for all the characters, you don't know who they are. And if you do a backstory and introduce them in the first – introduce a bunch of characters with all getting their own backstory in that group film, then you don't get a story worth telling. And it's kind of like uh, Joker and Harley in Suicide Squad. Like, it was so rushed and you're just like, yeah. this is, there, you know. It's like, you could have done, I would have loved to see those two characters in their own film. Like, if you saw a Joker and Harley film, I would have loved that. And you take, I, as much as I loved Will Smith in it, take him out of it completely. Take all the other characters out. Do a Joker, Joker and Harley on the run from the cops kind of story, like a, a Bonnie and Clyde kind of deal. Um, and that would be so cool. Or uh, keep all the justice or all the Suicide Squad members. Take Harley out of it completely. Add maybe one or two more in there. Remove all the Joker and Harley sequences completely, and have their own story that was similar to what it, it actually was in the film, but without the Joker and Harley stuff. Um, and but that would have to be after having a film introducing all of the individual members because like Avengers did uh two Iron Man movies Hulk Thor and Captain America before going into um Avengers and Justice League did Superman BVS Suicide Squad which was not even referenced in Justice League and that was it and so you only had half the team and Wonder Woman. Like I, I, I guess I, I'm repeating what I said earlier, but it's just it's frustrating because I feel like if we do another Birds of Prey or if we do this Birds of Prey movie, then it's going to be not good unless we get a movie that individually 
uh, is about each member that eventually leads up into Birds of Prey. Because I would love to see something like that, but they're already working on Justice League. So why add another group of superheroes to throw into the mix with no one, no one knowing who they are on screen yet before um, they get their own films and before they get you know an origin or a background of some kind? Because everybody loves those dream sequences where you go <laughs> back in time for two minutes and it's it's like in the five movies that we've got, we've got so many more superheroes than Marvel ever had within their first five movies, and it's because they keep just DC thinks that if they keep throwing superheroes at at the, at the screen, just keep throwing a bunch of them. You do this group movie that has not introduced any um, characters before. Do this group movie that's not introduced any characters before. For, do this one. You know they're gonna keep they're gonna keep adding characters that is are gonna have no complexity to them because they're not gonna they're gonna be they're gonna f- um, be on screen for one movie fail and then never be seen again because no one ever thought that the, no one thought that that movie did well. And that's why it like confuses people so much when they start throwing in so many new people like and then and then they kill people in Suicide Squad and I'm like well I don't really care you know when yeah. they killed Vision in in um. Infinity War. I was like, "Oh my gosh, yeah. this is so painful!" But then they killed you Killer, didn't, what, not Killer Croc. But you didn't care about Slipknot. He yeah. is a master of tying Slipknots. And, and, and the, <laughs> the funny thing about he, he's that is a rope expert. The funny thing about that specifically is that I don't know what their original plan with with introducing him in the movie was, but you saw every single. Um, uh, Suicide Squad members' backstory. Every single one, except for Slipknot. And yeah. then they introduced him, and I was like, oh, are they going to do, like, a – and then, like, a flash over to, like, do a backstory. They never did it. Five seconds later, he's dead. And I'm like, so? so yeah, you don't, you don't like, care about that person. Not even, the, not even the editors or the directors cared enough to show us his backstory to make us care about the character so when they do kill him off, we'll feel even slightly sad about it. Like, if they'd shown a backstory – even if they were, even if he was on screen for five minutes, I would have felt something. But because not even the creators of the film, the directors, anybody cared enough to show us, it's like why? And they really need to learn from Marvel for this way because the whole theater was in awe when Gamora died. That was the saddest death of the movie. Yes. I am I, I, people will say that, oh, Peter Parker, his death was super sad. And I'm like, no, he's coming back. He's already got his own movie. Gamora is not guaranteed to come back. Yes, she's a Guardian, and Guardian's getting another movie. But it's not called the Gamora movie. It's called Guardians. And anybody can be an official Guardian. So the fact that Gamora died and may not come back is so sad to me. Um, and they, like with Vision, I never really liked Vision all that much. But it and hurt. He was, and it did hurt. It hurt. <laughs> because, like, he was basically a robot. But, like, he loved her. He loved um, Wanda. And yep. Wanda loved him. And, like, seeing, You saw that. And what was even worse is that she had to kill him. I know. And then he comes back, reverses time, and, and then kills him, him anyway. <laughs> and it's like, so not only did she have to go through the trauma of killing the person that she loved to save the rest of the world, but then it She got to see it again. She had to see it a second time, and the second time, it ended up not saving the world. And so, like... We'll, we'll always have Vision in his V-neck sweater. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That's good. I, I just... I, I want an action figure. I'm but. really... Was Wanda wasn't dusted, was she? I uh, don't know. I, 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 I don't. I don't think I don't she was. Was she? But oh, um, we should but, know that. No, no. I think she there was. There were so many no. people that were dusted. So I mean, I feel like if she wasn't the original, if she was an OG person, like that's true. Yeah, Cap or 
uh, an OG, then she got destined. She she might have been, which which kind of is unfortunate because I feel like her story more than most would be really important to keep going. Right. To see see what, how uh, she deals with it. I know it. We're, we're totally, we were talking about uh, Shazam a second ago, yeah. but we totally derailed. But like we, we, always, we do that. We, we do, do that, that from a lot. T- yeah. Uh, so they basically DC needs to learn from DC in the animated division. Basically, uh, I watched Suicide Squad, A Hell to Pay. So it's basically their animated version of that, and they just need to watch that and adapt that. It's basically the Suicide Squad going around in a Winnebago <laughs> and just doing missions. And it's pretty uh, it's pretty hardcore for a for a animated thing. Also, but, Wanda got dusted. I just had to. Oh, Wanda that. did. Yeah, yeah. That is sad. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's good. I had to look we that up. Brought down the. Is that an official term? Dusted? Yeah. yeah, it said, it oh, said it like, following characters that got dusted. Oh. <laughs> it's definitely a thing. See, DC, DC needs to have their own d- dusted, or whatever that could like, be for them. They, for, uh, that's what saves them, is that they introduce all these characters, and, they, and if they dusted them all, all <laughs> they dusted half of the cast. I'd be like, okay, that's what you needed to do. Now no, let's start over. What they really need to do is because. In the beginning of, like, all these um, movie, or I guess in the end, they would have Thanos in the post-credit scenes, you know, so you know they're building up for something. That's what DC needs to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And and I feel like they're not even... Trying. They're not... It, they're it, just like, here's a movie. Yeah, they're, they're kind of throwing out movies, and then I feel like along the way they're kind of like, well, I guess we could kind of make that happen, and then they throw something together last second. Whereas, like, Avengers... I mean, the, the first mention of, or the first, uh, first um, seeing Thanos was at the end of the first Avengers. And so um, they had a lot of movies. They had, I think, Avengers was the sixth movie that came out. Um, and they had, after the sixth movie, that's when they started doing the big bad um, for Thanos. And then after that, they re- it was all, like, leading up to that. And that was really cool. And they haven't, uh, DC isn't yet to make a sixth film because i think the sixth one will be aquaman if i if i've got it correctly um but uh it it it, there's no reason to believe that um that they're going to be doing the same thing that marvel did where after this movie you know roughly around the same spot then they're going to start having this really really big bad that for the next eight uh seven or eight years is going to be um who we're looking forward to so then eight years from now there's going to be this huge you know big bad dc villain yeah. um, i wouldn't go that route dark side i think dark side they yeah. need to start laying the seeds for him because yes. he, he could be their thanos yeah and they also could have their own ultron in the form of brainiac yeah mm-hmm. so they can i'm not saying they should model themselves <laughs> after I marvel think i think they should yeah. they, marvel is so far ahead of them they can yeah. see like oh this is what marvel did wrong this is what they do right yeah we need to not necessarily copy it but tweak it a bit yeah. i wouldn't even have another justice league until 2025 oh or 2026 yeah no not for a long time like, also don't have two joker movies in one year but <laughs> or not have two bat girls and two different like they're confusing their their non fan base sweaty. Yeah. oh my goodness <laughs> fan. Uh, court <laughs> so yeah it's okay if we have batwoman which you know we'll get into another time it's okay if we have her out here because she's in the more in the dc uh the, uh, the TV division, the but the Arrowverse, yeah. Uh, but two Batgirls and uh, two different like, because I'm sure that Batgirl that they're doing with the Barbara Gordon version will be another self-contained thing, just like they're doing the Joker origin movie, which is going to confuse fans. Then you have another Batgirl that's a different um, 
character iteration of Batgirl. And that's going to be, con- I don't know. Maybe it won't be confusing. Maybe I'm uh, doubting the people now. I just, I think there's a lot of different versions of the same character in so many, di- like there's so many different universes. Um, but the biggest ones I think are the, the main uh, DC, f- as far as DC goes, um, there's the main DC universe and then there like the movies and then there's the Arrowverse. And then there's a lot of, like, other shows that are just standalone, like, sprinkled around. Like, Gotham is its own universe, and Krypton is its own universe. And um, I think there was another one. Um, oh, Titans, the new Titans show that's coming out. That's going to be its own universe. But then everything else is connected within, like, Arrow has Arrow, Flash, Legends, Black Lightning, Supergirl, you know, then the movies, Man of Steel, BVS, all that. But I don't want to see... Everything – I think there's some people, mostly the um, older generation, that are kind of confused because they might be watching the Flash TV show, hear that the Flash is going to be on Justice League, go to see the movie Justice League. And they're like, why is Grant Gustin not in this movie? Right. Yeah. Why did they hire somebody else? Um, but I think that kind of confusion is always going to be there. Um, but I, th- I would say that there's only so much that DC can contain because they don't have – they're not creating the, the – they're not – they have no say over what no, – or not much say over what happens on the CW um, and other TV shows. But for them to create different movie universes when Marvel is doing everything to connect not only the movies but the TV shows itself all in the same universe – it's like it's crazy. It's you know no one's going to be able to keep track of which Superman is on Krypton versus which Superman is on uh, on the, in the movies or which Robin is the Teen Titans oh, Teen Titans Go <laughs> and which which Robin is at the same Robin just in a much rated R film in the new Titans ser- series because right. um, one of them likes to have um, milk mustache competitions and one of them likes to uh, trash say, on Batman trash Batman so yes. um, <laughs> yeah. I, I have no and I have no idea where their like uh, film uh, their film lineup is now. I haven't heard anything about this Flash movie for a while. I haven't heard Chris McKay, the director of Lego Batman and Lego. I haven't heard about his Nightwing movie. That would be awesome to hear something That's about. What I want. Are they still Nightwing? He's my favorite superhero. You know, are they still in phase? Like, are they still being developed? We have heard minimal things. But uh, we'll just keep it there because there'll be more speculations and more of us um, getting frustrated with DC and hoping for the best but expecting the worst. We've got a lot of other reasons yes. in the future to, to to trash them some more. I mean, so. we have six movies, so. Yeah. True. <laughs> so we're going to jump to the uh, San Diego Comic-Con TV side of things, the things that got us interested. And one would be a show that's maybe nearing its end. And that would be The Walking Dead. Mm. So we got treated to a trailer, and it was pretty uh, pretty good. I fell off after um, – spoiler, spoiler alert. I think it's safe to say this by now. Carl died. <gasps> yeah. Did yeah. you not know? I don't watch The Walking Dead. Okay. Oh. <laughs> but that was good. That was a good am- anticipated gasp. <laughs> that was the fans. Yeah. <laughs> you channeled the f- – if, if there's listeners, you channeled them. Good. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Carl died and that's kind of where, not to say that that was the end all be all, it's just I trailed off whatever my own, uh, faults were, school got, that old school got in the way or something. Yeah, what the heck? I know. But this looks very, like, I would say self-contained story, not so crazy, like, because I felt like, 
they just kept fighting like there was just a lot of gun battles just over excessive amount of gun battles with the saviors and it got kind of weird and old so this looks self-contained this looks like in uh internal conflicts which i like this has people questioning other people's roles um so what do you think of this i think there's a lot of the tasty stuff to chew on uh, we're getting a new uh showrunner i guess and sadly um we're not going to get treated to chris hardwick's after show the talking dead there's so there's a lot of changes and we also hear that well it, it has been confirmed i believe at, at san diego comic-con that uh that rick is on his way out yeah and um speaking of chris hardwick real fast uh-huh. um uh, Yvette Nicole Brown is going uh, to yes. be the new yes. Talking she... Dead host temporarily. Okay. So far, it's only temporary. But, I mean, I think it's just, you know, it, it's all but done at this point for Chris Hardwick. I think that, you know, which is such a bummer. I love Chris it's Hardwick. It's such a bummer. And I love Yvette Nicole Brown. I yeah. think she is a perfect host to fill in. But I, it's such a bummer that, you know, um, it seems like it's all all but done for him, and just like it is for Andrew Lincoln, definitely on totally separate circumstances. Um, but Wait, uh, so, what happened with Chris Hardwick? Uh, uh, just allegations of uh, sexual gotcha. nature, okay. more witch hunting. And See, I liked him. I but. did too. Yeah, um, but with with um, this new uh, trailer of Walking Dead, I think it looks like I, I don't know if I, I'd have to think back and um, re- try to remember what you know the the version of me from the previous years um the like f- last four or five years watching the new walking dead trailer has thought but i really think that this might be the season that kind of turns it all around um and you know i know it's going to be the kind of the end of what the show means because uh carl's already gone rick is going to be gone soon maggie is going to be gone soon um it's going to be a whole different show with daryl michonne and carol stepping up um, and I think Denai Greer, she's getting more roles after um, uh, Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. So Which it's is only good a matter for her because yeah. she is an amazing actress. Yeah, I heard uh, it's going to slip my mind, but she got casted to something else recently, and it was some uh, decent. I just can't think a fran- some kind of franchise she got. I mean, presumably she'll be back in, in Marvel uh, as that character in some in some capacity, and so I think she's on her phasing. W- phasing out and who knows um who knows how long i'm drawing why am i drawing the blank someone no uh who uh daryl who's oh who, the actor, norman reedus norman reedus who knows who long how long he'll uh yeah. stay in there i think i i would imagine he i would, would think he, he he'll be there for the long he likes while. that he likes that money yeah that security yeah and and he's from the U.S., so he doesn't have the same problem that Andrew Lincoln does. He missed uh, his yeah. family in um, overseas. So, uh, but Norman Reedus can go visit them whenever he needs to. Um, and uh, I I I just I, I think that it's um, it, it's going to be. I'm hoping that this is the show that or this is the season that kind of turns it all around and really um, makes it. It kind of gives it a bit of a soft reboot because I really want there to be. Um, you know, a different feel for it. I don't want them to be safe behind Alexandria's walls anymore. I, I want them to go back out. Um, and I actually read an article that said that there's a way to uh, keep and keep Rick alive, but write him out of the show in a way that you won't be wondering, you know, why is he not on the show anymore? And that is to um, 
when Aaron a few seasons ago introduced all the all the main heroes to Alexandria and he was out scouting, what they would do is they would um, have a group of survivors uh, cut it down to very small group of survivors, like you know seven to ten main big. Uh, characters and take them out on the road and they're going to go out and look for new people to start a new um, civilization like farther out while Rick stays at home in Alexandria and leads the leads Alexandria well and then Daryl Michonne Carol um uh Enid and um, all the characters that are getting bigger roles, um, they go out and keep Rick back and kind of leading things um, from where he's at perfectly alive um, at Alexandria. So I think that would be a good way to to kind of keep him alive, possibly bring him back later on if they ever wanted to, but um, get all those characters to just leave and move on and try to get a new community to have yet another um, uh, resource from a different location to communicate between all the the other uh, uh, civilizations. That's just an idea. Um, or they could kill them off. You know, I don't know. <laughs> sure. Um, and we saw, like, we got treated to a little uh, signpost that had all these different communities. So who knows if they're going to be in conflict. It looks like we have Daryl challenging Rick's leadership. They're going to butt heads. It looks like Maggie wants to strike out and be more assertive. Um, she has been wa- for a long time wanting to be a leader of some kind of community. Or she has been. Yeah. And so I think she wants – Definitely to assert her her power, and then you got um, you got Negan behind bars. The only thing I wanted to see is Carl, uh, like in the comics. I wanted to see Carl bond with him in like a what is it called a Stockholm syndrome, yeah. mm-hmm. where like he he has symp- sympathy, sympathy, sorry, sympathy for uh, Negan behind bars and stuff, and maybe bonds with him. That's the only thing I would wanted. I w- I kind of wanted to ex- explore, and I think they did in the comics, which. We'll always have the comics, I guess. Yeah. But we won't we won't have that. And on top of that, uh, internal conflict, we have some zombies or something, you know. So that's good. And one thing I was really excited about seeing um, was how they were going to turn uh, – how Rick and Negan were going to um, – because in the comics, Rick and Negan eventually um, come and see eye to eye. And it was it took a long, long time for this to happen. But eventually, Negan started to uh, work against another uh, big bad, and um, everybody thought that they would that Negan would betray Rick at the last second, and he never did. And he was honest, and he was a good partner. And eventually, they were working side by side, and there was kind of a little bit of respect there. And I'm so I would have so loved to see that slow burn over maybe two, maybe three seasons of Nick and uh, uh, Negan and Rick. Um, uh, you know, being at each other's throats, but still kind of like getting a little bit closer and closer. And, um, but now that with Rick leaving, I don't see how that can naturally happen in eight episodes and eight more episodes. I, I can't imagine that possibly happening in a, na- in a realistic way. Um, and so as far as I'm concerned, I don't think it's going to happen. And that's really unfortunate. Um, and even with Maggie too, Maggie hates Negan more than anyone that's alive. Um, even more so than Daryl, and she's going to be leaving as well. So I think the only person that could possibly ha- – you could have that story with would be Daryl. And so maybe Daryl and Negan over time could slowly until they get to be um, – uh, to get along better. But I, knowing who Daryl is and how much he's at odds with Rick right now, I don't see how that could ever happen because Daryl is not the kind of person that would just let – Something like that, just you know, that would you know, quote unquote, get over that, you know. 
Um, it took him a long time to be friends with Rick. And, you know, Rick is a good guy. But mm-hmm. And if it isn't enough that we have the internal conflict, power struggle, we have the zombies, but now I hear whispers of the whispers. Yeah. Whispers. I know that they're going to be the external, maybe not the big baddies, but they're going to be seeping in. And they're creepy as all get out. They wear uh, zombies. Uh, faces. Faces for clothing. And they're just uh, a very unhinged group as – and so that'll add another spice to it. And I just hope it finds its legs because I think it is going down in ratings. It's still – they always – I mean they flash number one drama. And it might be still, but <laughs> – To someone, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I just need to have it get back to the glory days. And this could be the turnaround. Well, they've had, what, eight seasons now? Yeah, this will be the ninth. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's been going on for a while. Yeah. And – I don't think that I think that they'll always have enough material to keep it going because they do something they are good with is that they're they're good at making um, some compelling stories. I just I don't think that it's it's as compelling as it could be, and and I think part of that is because they have so many characters that uh, one so many characters in general, and two they keep killing off characters that should not be killed off. And um, and I know I understand that Rick and Maggie both or the actors Lauren, Lauren Cohan and Andrew Lincoln they both want to leave and so there's no way around that you know if they want to get off the show let them off the show but there's so many other characters I think after they leave the uh, there will be no I think Carol will be the 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 oldest character Carol and Daryl will be the two characters that'll be there that have been there the longest and that's it from season one. And then everybody from season two that was introduced in season two, gone. Season three, I think, is the same thing. And um, I don't remember exactly who all came in at the se- in what seasons after that. But basically, it's like Carol and Daryl. And then anybody in, like, seasons four and five and after that is, like, you know, it's such a big gap of time. And that kind of goes to show that they're willing to kill off just everybody. And it's not Game of Thrones, you know? Like... <laughs> Yeah. Which, which they're doing that they're they are they are keeping, they're, they're <laughs> keeping my attention yeah um, they are yeah they they are really doing a good job of, of keeping the are you ready alive. for this last season yes that's coming out in yes. 2019 I, 20 yeah next year until yeah. the spinoffs until yeah wow. right but you yeah. know they could if they're the same quality then, then then that's cool well while we're talking about walking dead though i gotta say that fear the walking dead is going through something similar as well and that's what's really frustrating is i don't know if you if either of you guys have watched it before. i Wait, watched what fear the walking dead nope um i haven't watched walking dead so. <laughs> <laughs> well uh fear the walking dead is um they had uh, basically this blended family of um, uh, there was um, a, a man and a woman who were both in the, – the woman was named Madison and she had a son and a daughter. And then um, she was in a relationship with this guy who had his own kid with another woman previously in a previous marriage. Um, the, the, the two were divorced. And then every season – it seems like they're killing off a different member of that family. Like in the first season, it was the ex-wife. Second season, it was um, the man's first son. The third season, it was the man himself, which left ha- which was the entire one half of that um, family. And then they and then I thought that Madison, Nick, and um, and uh, 
I can't remember what the daughter's name is. I think it starts with an A. Alicia. I think it's Alicia. Um, The three of them were like, uh, you know, it was their own family because it was the mom and her own two kids. And I was like, okay, those three are going to be the core members of the show. And it's going to be really cool to see what the three of them do after having lost half of their family. Because, you know. um, But in this newest season, Madison and Nick both died. Oh. Yeah. So all sorry spoilers, um, but like <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> how dare? Um, now Alicia, the daughter, is the only one that's alive, and um, and I don't see them killing her off. Well, I didn't see them killing off Nick and Madison either, but they did. Um, and uh, so now it's just like they're doing like a soft reboot because what the show was about in the first season, you go to where it is at like the half of when it comes back, and I don't know whenever. Um, uh, halfway through, I think season four is where it's at right now. It's completely different than where it was because Madison or Alicia is the only character that is still alive, the only one, and it's just it's crazy because like they're so doing they're, that they're with, worse than Walking they, Dead. Yeah, they're doing worse. They're they're not even learning their lesson from the Walking Dead. How many Dead. seasons has this show had? This is halfway through the fourth season right oh now. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yep. yeah, and the the mid season finale killed off Madison. And then um, before that, like four episodes before that, um, like in episode four or whatever of season four or so, uh, is when they killed off Nick. And Nick was like my favorite character of the of Fear the Walking Dead because he was like the one that was he in season one he had like a drug problem, and um, he was really like the, the, his whole thing was like um, he was living on the streets for so long that you know he had no issues with dealing with the zombie apocalypse because that's you know it's such a similar lifestyle or they, they advertise it so poorly, um, <laughs> but uh, um, but. Uh, it, it was it was such he was such a re, he had so many redeeming qualities because he went from being um this uh really uh like a suffering drug addict to um you know in the first season he had withdrawals and he had he had all these issues that are realistic while there's zombies going on you know there's zombie attacks and then he he was redeeming himself and he got to be a, a better uh, member of the of the team and of the family and like he had redeeming qualities and he was like becoming a leader of the communities that they were in and then they killed him off and I was so mad because, like, Carl died and Nick died. And then um, – and I was just like, is this the season where we just kill off all the sons? Like, like oh, what are we doing? And, Nobody cares about men. Let's just... and, then, and then Madison died and now Rick is leaving. And so it's also the year where we're just going to kill off the main character of the show. And it, it just I, – I, what – what are they doing? I know I know the whole point of The Walking Dead is that anybody can die, but like not the entire cast. Yeah, not the entire cast. Like let's keep some characters alive. Let's keep like two main characters alive, not one. That's yeah. how old like 13. They don't need to prove anything by saying that, you know, they're like, "Oh, nobody's unkillable." And I will tell you, I always thought Carl was unkillable. I was like, they say that, but they're never going to kill off Carl. And then they killed off Carl. And even after Carl died, I was like, okay, but in Fear the Walking Dead, they're never going to kill off Nick. He's too much of a loved character. And then they killed off Nick. And I was so mad about it. And I'm still mad about it. And I will rage. I, I rage a lot. He's like getting his Hulk out right now. Yeah, I, am. I am. You're turning green right now. I am. I, er. <laughs> Johnny Smash. <laughs> so yeah, after that, <laughs> after that, we're gonna tackle a few things briefly. 
Um, we're going to just <laughs> calm you down right now. We're going to move on. Johnny Mac. Uh, <laughs> we also got to see some interesting TV stuff from uh, a show called Disenchantment. It's my, uh, it's uh, Matt Groening from uh, uh, the guy that created Simpsons and Futurama. It's kind of his D&D-esque uh, show that's going to land on Netflix pretty soon. It looked really funny it had some some cool bits to it i like the characters so far i don't know anything about them i think there's like a bird crow something other i don't know might be a creature is it a devil actually Uh, why am i thinking he's a crow the one of the the two-dimensional guy guy? yeah yeah and he is two-dimensional isn't he i think so yeah because i think like all the other characters like i think that was like his thing is that like all the other characters are like you know i mean it's all drawings but they were like you know they have they're, they're supposed to be in the world the three dimensional but he I think was just a flat character yeah and I think that's really unique. I think he'll be the Bender of the yeah yeah and he's voiced by the same okay voice actor as Bender so he's Henri he's going to be the Henri one there's mm-hmm. an elf that I really like elf Elfo Elfo yeah Elfo. help I'm drowning <laughs> hi I'm Elfo <laughs> they had a great yeah they had a great bit there uh, it just looks like the main character is like very. She gets into mishaps and she's very – she means well. She's very much like Fry. She means well. But I think she was like uh, – she thought – she made a – they made a joke where she was proficient as a as a butcher. And he's like, this is a, uh, this is a pet, pet shop. This is a pet shop. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was funny. It just had little funny bits and I hope it delivers the same. More so the Futurama portion than like the simpsons not this i mean the first 10 15 years of simpsons was solid maybe 10 years um i don't want to give them too much but yeah and then that that looks good i'm anticipating that hopefully we can all watch it together i think that's good we also got um kind of a what would you call this a spinoff of my mayans mc mayans uh motorcycle club this spinoff of sons of anarchy yes and so it looked really cool. Um, has the same kind of drama and pulls no punches. Uh, looks like it's more of a uh, Spanish kind of entourage, Mexican and border type I, thing. I might have read um, this wrong, but um, maybe I didn't. But I think the the director or the creator of um, of the series, whose name I can't remember. Yeah, Sons, um, is he the Sons of Anarchy guy? Yeah, naturally. yeah. Um, he, uh, he he's also he's he's the creator for the show as well, and he's helping direct it and all that. And I think, if if I'm not mistaken, I believe he said something along the lines of these actors have had more um, jail time than camera time. Are these like and and so and, oh, okay. and and that's why he wanted it to be like a more authentic. And I was just like, was Trejo that's unique? That's was really... was Trejo on Santa's Sons of? He was yes. Okay, so yeah. he might not. No, he's probably not on it. Okay, um, dang it. Because that, when I naturally think of a, Span- a Spaniard or a Mexican that has been pri- has had prison time, that's who I go to. But yeah, and, and when when he said that, I was just like, that's an odd choice, but it makes sense. I mean, and he wants it to be really authentic, and that's why he did it is because, like, these characters are not good people, and a lot of the stuff they do is highly illegal, and that's what they did in Sons of Anarchy, too. There was a lot of illegal stuff that went on, and um, they aren't, um, like, they do a lot of legal, legally um, uh, problematic things and also morally problematic things, and um, and it's still such an interesting show. So for the creator to hire 
um, people, in his words, that have had more jail time than camera time is is like. <laughs> Hopefully, it's for like minor well, <laughs> like I, I offenses, think, like drug be, offenses or something. I'm guessing probably not. Honestly, like I don't know yeah, for sure. Yeah, but, uh, but I actually, just read something. My uh, Mayans, I'm sorry, my, I just found it. Inter- Mayans MC will intersect with Sons of Anarchy eventually. Kurt Sutter says. Oh, okay. I don't know what that means. Well, I didn't think Sons of Anarchy of... was still going. No, it's, it's not. not but, oh, okay. but, I mean, there's only, like, two characters that are still alive in <laughs> oh, Sons of okay. Anarchy. Gotcha. So like, maybe the last that... two, three episodes, they kind of just boom, 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 maybe boom. Maybe they could have yeah. a cross or, like, a little crossover episode with the rest of those guys. And presumably they have new members in the group. I don't know. Possibly. It'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean, like, there's uh, – I mean, if you want to go through a um, – Maybe a, they're emotional... riding through Charming. Maybe, yeah. yeah. If you want to go through an emotional roller coaster of a series, watch Sons of Anarchy because, like, it will wreck you. It will destroy your emotions. Like, you will just it, like the last season is just like heartbreaking because of all the stuff. Oh my gosh! Like Katie Siegel is a monster is, in it. She Speaking is of, such like, a good yeah. actress, and that show like blew my mind. She is so talented. It's a good segue from Futurama, yeah, or with her playing Leela to. Uh, being a literal mon- – she's uh, crazy. I will say if before great. Mayans MC comes out, if, if there's anybody that, like, has not seen Sons of Anarchy and is interested in Mayans MC, you should watch Sons of Anarchy because it is such a good show. If not for just um, Katie Siegel alone. Like, she is yeah. phenomenal. She's great a phenomenal soundtrack actress. Um, I also liked what they did for the sound- – for- he, he always has interesting – like, the Kurt Sutter guy always brings interested – uh, soundtracks into this like different spins on a lot of Rolling Stones and classic like he did a Mexican sounding spin or a Mexican translation of Paint It Black for this trailer for Rolling Stones and I nice. I just I think he always like hand in hand and more motorcycle clubs and music go hand in hand so uh, yeah definitely check that out I'm anticipating that I know my friend's dad that's kind of like a father to me uh, really into Harley culture he'll love that I'm sure he's already anticipating that. I watch everything, so yeah. I'll definitely. Yeah. And so <laughs> How do you have the time? That's yeah. my question. Like, <laughs> time I works wish. differently for me oh, than okay. it is for you guys. I wish yeah. I could just implant a <laughs> like something like a brain uh, memory stick where I could just have the memories of all the arrow you or just like the yeah. ketchup. I like need to catch with mine, just like yeah, just with like yours. so you can yeah. see yeah. everything. Yeah. I just yeah. want to implant <laughs> all the stuff that I've missed. Cause, and then I I deliberately missed the next talking point because I just heard it was a lot of boardroom stuff and boring. And that was Iron Fist. But I'm I'm looking forward to this next because I think they're going to touch on stuff. Hopefully Luke Cage is in it. They plant the seeds of Heroes for Hire. Please Love do Luke that. Cage. Please but do. But like, and with the defenders, I felt like Iron Fist was like the weakest. Uh huh. Yeah. Like build up. He was. Them. He was in. Have you seen Luke Cage season two yet? Uh, like the first few episodes. Okay. I haven't He's seen in it. one. So Iron how Fist how does he episode. do? Because I hear he redeems himself sort of yeah, as a character. I, in well, that. I think that it's because as much he as was he, he was a part of um, Luke Cage's story, and I feel like Iron Fist's story is so boring. At least in season oh, one. Yeah. But when you take him out and put him with Luke Cage, he's fighting along um, 
with Luke Cage, and it was kind of cool because it was it was kind of one of those things where it's like uh, in like in a video game, you see a, a a character pops up and they help you to fight for one 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 like fight or whatever, and then they're like, okay, bye, and then they leave. Yeah. That's what it was like because he was only in the he was in one episode, and it was like from the entire episode, and it was super cool that like he just showed up and then he like you pieced out. So well, I'm still kind of upset because like. The first season of Luke Cage, I was upset that Jessica Jones wasn't in it because Jessica did, you know, killed Luke Cage's yeah. wife, and yeah. they just completely ignored that aspect. She was not in it at all. And, and I'm I like, just, are you serious? Yeah. Well, I feel like that might have been to give um, uh, some room for um, the nurse, yeah. the nurse, to because, oh, yeah. because he was romantically, yeah. 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 Well, Eventually, he, I hope they go comic book route and they actually get back Jessica Jones and Luke Cage because they're married in the comics. I they know. have a kid. They have superhero. Uh, it might even be Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl, I think, was a babysitter <laughs> at one time, naturally. I, I could be wrong on their that. Their child was Squirrel Girl? No, no. Oh. She, she, was just, I, she was just a babysitter. Oh. I'm just getting all sweaty on you. Jessica Jones. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Jessica Jones is my favorite superhero. Right. So, so to watch her like get her own TV show is just making her, me so her, happy. Have you seen the second season? Yeah. Her, her show is my favorite it, show. It is. Yeah. yeah. Followed by Luke Cage. Yes. I, Mine I, is Daredevil. Oh, so I'm oh, yeah. anticipating that. Yeah. Although... Uh, also, Tess. Punisher. Punisher, though. Yeah. Pu- yeah. Oh, yeah. Punisher. Who's who's the girl with the arm? The metal arm? Oh, Misty? Misty. She's going to be in uh, Iron Fist. Oh. She has actually a team, and it's going to escape me, some kind of ninja team. She has a ninja team Colleen. With, uh, with Colleen. Colleen Wing. And so they're, I think they're planting the seeds for that. Um, I, I will say that, yeah. that Colleen was the only I, redeemable I part. Her she was, I, in my opinion, the only part of Iron Fist that I enjoyed was yeah. Colleen. Also, very good in Defenders. I, I, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 She. She. Anytime she came on screen, I was like, "Oh, thank you! Thank finally, you know, yeah. she's back." Yeah. Um, but, We're also getting an interesting villain called Typhoid Mary for I, for what for uh, Iron Fist. Oh. I, and I don't know how it's going to work because she's a mutant that has low level telekinetics. And then she also has psychokinetic where she can set you on fire with her mind. Is she, so I assume she's just as dangerous as Typhoid is in the Oregon Trail. That's game. what I was sure. just about to say. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you just pull a card, you've died to Typhoid. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Typhoid but Mary killed you. <laughs> they, they can't possibly call her a mutant. So I don't know what they'll do, but you got to have a big baddie, and that's his big baddie. Uh, so that kind of does it for the TV portion. We're just going to briefly glance through. Well, I think there's one more that we can oh, talk what's about. That? You didn't talk about Titans. Titans. Oh yeah. I. I okay. I was gonna touch on you that maybe on next. It. Yeah. I was gonna touch on that, but we gotta. Uh, that's a big uh, green elephant in the room. Yeah. I, yeah. Go ahead. Way. What do you? What do you? No. I was. I was gonna say we're gonna tackle that next time, but let's tackle it right now. Yeah. Because I, I feel I like wait. <laughs> we don't have enough anger that we haven't got out, and we don't have enough ranting that we haven't got. Do out. Do we have any superheroes that we need to? Uh, uh, whose names we need to curse? Um, like like Robin did. Oh, I, I nobody's really particularly. I mean, uh, I guess you know, forget Batman. <laughs> forget, yeah. Maybe forget Bat or Superman. Sorry, why did I say Batman? He never really done anything to me. Uh, Superman, anyways, he's a cheater, and he's definitely. They didn't need. I agree with you. We're on the same page. We saw the same thing, and we saw the fact that they didn't really need Superman in Justice League. Or you mean Justice League didn't need them? Justice League didn't need what? 
Just or Justice League, uh, Superman didn't need the Justice League, right? Yeah, yeah. Vice for or you know yeah. whatever. Yeah, he could have. I mean, they looked like they were taken out. Steppenwolf, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, but I, it, like, like it's like once they resurrected um, Superman, then um, then it, he could have just been like, okay, guys, thanks, but you can all go home. I got this. Yeah. And, you know. But anyway, about but Titans. But that's that's yeah. that's not Titans. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is Titans. So the streaming service, sort of some of the details got announced. We still don't have like a time, a tentative like drop date. We did get the price point. I think it's like seven I think it's like what, eight dollars or something? Seven ninety um, something. So, yeah, I think it's about eight dollars. Or you can pay seventy two something or other for like the whole It's like I'm not paying for the whole year. I'll pay yeah. for monthly subscriptions. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we got Titans. Uh, very confused, like, how it was going to be. Like, I saw, like, like everybody saw it on the Internet. We saw their costumes. I thought maybe I heard that was that was just a party-going scene. But it looks like it's not just a party-going scene. Nope. It looks like uh, Starfire is wearing her Lady of the Night <laughs> kind of-esque costume. I mean, she's always been sort of like mm, – the costume hasn't always been appropriate. It, more so on, like, obviously the the kids show, the the original Teen Titans show, but in the comics, uh, not very appropriate. But now they're going for a uh, I just a party girl vibe costume. I don't know why I'm so big on costumes, but hey, no, no, I completely agree with you that like that that was a problem that I had with um, when they first revealed the set photos. And that the creators and the actors and everybody was like, you know, why don't you wait until you see the first footage before you start to to uh, you know assume anything? And I was like, you're right. Let's not let's not jump. Um, let's not you know get too angry before we see anything. And now we see it, and it's exactly what we saw before. So I don't know if they were just trying to like you know if they were embarrassed of what they had, and they were just like you know let's not you know I don't know what the point of that was telling the audience that was upset about how she looked to wait until we see the footage when the footage was exactly what we saw before. So I I, I fear a lot of things right now. Budget, yeah. Uh, how they're gonna do anything with Beast Boy? Uh, maybe I mean Edgy's good. The comics, the '80s run, the new Teen Titans by Marv Wolfman. And George Perez was edgy. It tackled a lot of things for the 80s. Uh, Robin and Starfire had a sexual romance. Uh, there was a lot of things that teens were going through. And edgy's good. But then you got a character sa- renouncing his uh, protege, his master, I guess, his person who brought him in. I can't really say it right now on – you know. <laughs> Because it's what, ex- you say, exploitative <laughs> Batman, basically, is what we got. Forget, and so, forget Batman. Forget Batman. Yeah. So did we really need that? Uh, as far as I know, maybe you can correct. Maybe Sweaties can correct me. Oh, my God. Stop. I, got um, I don't know if Dick I Grayson. I swear we need a tally chart with how many times he said it. John Snap, rest in peace. Um, I don't know if. Dick Grayson in the comics has ever killed anybody, but in the show, he kills people willy-nilly, just like nothing. I, I see it as um, – it's kind of like that um, – That uh, I think it was a uh, college humor video of the, the Batman, uh, like when he was refusing to kill anybody. But like, you know, it, it'd be like Robin, how he's, you know, quote, unquote, never killed anyone. You know, I didn't kill them. You know, my, my knives did or my, my right. you know, uh, <laughs> the, the boomerang or the – 
what do you call the little the Robin oh, star? And how does that? No, nah, I'm not even good. Like R I'm stars? Even, like what do you call those? I'm not even going to go on. Yeah. yeah, but it's an R. Oh, it's, it's an R. R. It's yeah. an R ring, basically. It's an, it's oh. an R star. And I'm not going <laughs> to even get on the the topic of how that would work in <laughs> physics. No. I don't know how that would work. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, we basically just see Beast Boy, sort of a green hue, but he just has green hair. Uh, his eyes turn some funky stuff. We see, like, Starfire kind of look cool. She illuminates, sort of. It looks like she has, like, lava or something in her skin. And she shoots fire, which is not exactly accurate to the comics whatsoever. But they're like, oh, she heard well, her name Star- is Starfire. Right, yeah. but it was, like, more, I don't know. Who knows if they're even going to go with the alien route. And uh, then Raven, I, there was something about Raven's look I just didn't like. And I know she was younger. She's like uh, like a very young teen, yes. like 13. But I still didn't like the way that like – like it was, it was maybe it was like her hair or just the actress. Like it was something about her that just didn't look like Raven to me. And I hope she's compelling because they're banking the whole The whole show se- is about her. It, the whole first season is about her. And I yeah. know costumes can even change because we've seen like Rev- – uh, we're going to see when we talk, get into Flash, he's going to have a new suit. Uh, Supergirl has a cool uh, – presuming that Supergirl, not her Siberian uh, clone that's evil. Yeah. Supergirl like, actually has a suit for some reason. She doesn't need a suit, but she has like a high-tech robotic-looking, uh, Adam-looking suit. And so costumes can change. I did like Hawk and Dove still. Yeah. I mean – they were there were the per those are the two that should be the the vigilante angsty yeah uh violent people and none the others should not no dove dove was like the most cutting violent, people I think. with uh feathers that yeah. look like they shouldn't cut people um like her like her outfit was like made of like metallic feathers that when she like whipped around they just have you seen the trailer Molly? yeah when she like whipped around they just like cut people and i was like oh god like <laughs> yeah geez. they're really going they Dang. have a warning label before it yeah wow it's um, very matured yeah wow very they're just, bloody and the whole forget batman part was just yeah. like <sighs> it was a little too much it was much it was too much and it was like you can show that angst and that resentment some way else yeah, in I, his other actions i'm not against bloodiness i don't i'm not no. i'm not like disgusted by it or anything like that but i can tell when it, it feels like um a a high school uh emo edgelord is writing the script yeah and that's what it that's what it seems like to me is that this the script was written by high schoolers and and they're just trying to be super edgy and super you know nobody's done this before um logan did it and logan did it well so well logan was really bloody but it was not for a purpose for a reason yeah Yeah. and and it was really bloody but it made perfect sense and teen titans is not doing that at all it's it's It's, not this feels like um feels like a twist of vampire diaries uh centric dialogue mixed with and i'm not i like the show riverdale angst yeah, Those are the two, yes, and I like yes. Riverdale and Vampire it's Diaries. It's a little much. So, you know, but that, that's what they think. They saw those two recipes, and they just throw them together. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's – what else do you – is there anything else, like, um, um, I think that really struck you on the trailer? I think with Beast Boy, I don't think he necessarily needs to turn into the animal um, because the budget for that would be insane. But I don't think he would need to turn into the animal – to like take on the the could he just have agility and like 
well, in 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 Arrow, what they did with Vixen was, um, and I think that it's what her power is actually supposed to be, or that she just touches her her totem, and then the spirit of the animal like rises beh- uh, like above and behind her, uh-huh. and then um, like if she was if like if she would touch it and want um, some strength, and so then a gorilla would pop up behind her, and then she would punch, and there would be a gorilla like a sound, and then she would have the force of one, but it would only show her, and then like the spirit behind her, so it's like representing that she has it. And I think if they did something like that with Beast Boy, that would make perfect sense. So, yeah, if they have to get Shin Chien the budget, then that's the way to go. Yeah. Yet they can have something like a King Shark or Gorilla Garad in the Flash series on CW, which yeah. is, I'm sure is extremely expensive. Yeah. But it just makes you wonder. Yeah, I uh, and and I gotta say though, King Shark does not look good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's gonna be back though. Gor- Gorilla Grodd looks a lot better yeah. in my opinion. Um, but uh, but I think that to have two big uh, two big bads, even though they're gonna be on the screen for a long time, that's one thing. But for Beast Boy to have so many possible different animals, that'd be a lot more challenging, I think, because um, they would have to. It would it would take it would take so much, uh, like. Like there would be have to be so many animals that were brought in and like had True. to film and because you can't just you can't just take you you have to bring an actual animal in to do that um, you can't just you know find you know any footage of something and then like make it look better you have to actually bring it in. I'm just um, hoping this is like the toddler growing pains uh, phase of the show and then they they get past the sophomore slump. Yeah, yeah. And they find their footing. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that, you know, they give cuz we know that the show is not going to be just one season. I think it's going to do no matter how poorly the the uh, ratings are, I feel like if if it's on a streaming service, it's going to almost be guaranteed to get an extra season and so i think that as long as they get a better budget they see what um people are actually paying for it because nobody's paid for it yet um then the titan show itself will have a budget and then they can um make a second season and maybe it'll be better but of course this is before even seeing anything from the first season um outside the trailer so maybe we're doing what we do best and jumping the gun a little bit but um that's what we do yeah that's what we do that's why we're here yep yeah (laughs) and if not i guess we have we have swap swamp uh swamp thing sorry i can't talk swamp thing uh doom patrol uh, harley quinn animated series young justice outsiders young justice outsiders which look pretty fantastic uh, we have some of these shows that are like creeping in. I think we have something called Star Girl, and I don't know much about that at all. I know it's just a Jeff Johns. It's like his first comic book character he created. Hmm. It's like a female, and I don't know. So we have other shows that I just want Titans. I mean, that's the show that we all mutually love. The characters from that we want it to be good. But our our logo is the Titan of right. us of us yeah. of the Titans. So so we want naturally we want this to be. Solid, but that's not up to us, Greg Berlanti. Come on. <laughs> you know you know better, Greg. But uh, any other thoughts on that? I'm just, just kind of a wait and see I'm, type. I'm excited to see it and um I'm excited like we're we're all we're all hopefully we're all gonna watch it you know, the yeah. the same we'll all get it together and watch it together and I'm really I'm wanting them to show us a release date because it's gonna be. I think it's a it's a day of release, right? The like Titans comes with the subscription. I think so. The yeah. way I understand, I think so too. And so I'm just waiting for that release date because I've been waiting for this show forever. We can have another viewing party. Yes, I would. Oh, I would love that. Yeah, and and there's never been a live action Nightwing, um, and 
and I, that's what I hope he works up to. Yeah, I think I think it's almost like undoubtedly going to happen that he, Robin will eventually evolve into Nightwing, and um, it'll be like a Pokemon thing. Dun dun Definitely. dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say pump the brakes a little bit, and maybe just make that like season four or five. Oh, you think so? Three, think it'll be that maybe. long. Three at tops. Yeah, I think maybe just maybe, a slow burn. Too. Yeah, I think. I mean, I don't think it's going to be like end of season one or season two, but I think it might be. I mean, maybe it'll be end of season two, season three. But, but I don't know what that e- forget Batman. Yeah, who, attitude. Yeah, exactly. And Robin was always known as somebody that was um, like under Ro- uh, Batman's wing, and so if he wants to be away from him, Nightwing is a perfect place to go. So it makes a lot of sense. Definitely. And you know, we could have only seen footage from the first episode. Yeah, That's we don't. True. So, you know, maybe like anything that we haven't seen is like, you know, everything else. And he could – maybe he's Robin in the first episode and then he's Nightwing in episode two. Who knows? You know? But. Yeah. I have no idea because we, we've heard some different stuff like Doom Patrol was supposed to be in it. And they must have liked those characters so much they gave them their own show. So I don't Cause know. Because Beast Boy was in Doom Patrol, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. I think Beast Boy isn't even in it till like – Maybe middle of the season. Oh, really? I think that's the way I hear. I th- All right. The way I hear, yeah. And I think that he'll have strong, obviously strong connections with Doom Patrol. I really like that actor that um, that played because he was the voice actor of um, in uh, Big Hero Six. Oh, plays okay. Beast Boy. Oh, yes. He's the, the main character in Big Hero Six. So um, I'm really excited to see who he's like as Beast Boy. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got treated to some movies. We'll just go through them pretty fast if there's anything that's interesting to you guys. Uh, we got Glass, a trailer from Glass, a little bit more about Bumblebee, which, you know, interests me. I, The only thing I'll touch on there is, like, we've heard about uh, there was a character, like a jet in, in the trailer that looked like Starscream. They they corrected and said it wasn't Starscream. That's okay. I'm cool. I love that. I love that it's in the '80s. I love that we're getting treated to a more self-contained uh, story about a what kind of like what they were doing with Shia LaBeouf in the first one, a girl and her car that happens to be a sentient transforming robot. But that's neither here nor there. Um, and then we're going to get triple change Transformers. There's only going to be about four or five Transformers. Uh, so and they're cutting out as much Bayish stuff. I think as they can and that makes me happy uh godzilla we got treated to that that looked pretty cool it's got a um, girl that millie bobby brown from stranger things hmm. monsters look cool, really cool like mothra the giant moth um and the the theme in that was really the theme and the score to the trailer was really cool uh, I liked what I seen there. Fantastic Beast looks pretty cool. I always thought that if they took those creatures, that whoever designed those, and put that into like a Pokemon movie, not the Pikachu Detective Pikachu we're getting, but like a legit Pokemon movie, I would hire those guys because I thought the first movie had some creative looking, cool creatures that could fit into that universe. Johnny Depp's back. A lot of fans weren't too happy with him, but I think he's gonna do good. We got treated to some cool-looking monsters in that. And then we also had Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. We saw that trailer. I don't think there was a new trailer for that, but we saw uh, we got a uh, little more info that, like, Nick Cage is actually playing a voice of Spider-Man Noir. So, like, he's a – yeah. And so he's, he's going to be everywhere now. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no it, it might be good. Uh, I don't know. I think it, Nick Cage hit his prime – 
in the early 2000s. And it's Maybe. It's all gone downhill. Yep. After Ghost Rider, you know, it just yeah. all went downhill. But I think he can, he can do a voice as long as he's not super hammy. And speaking of that, we're going to get a fan favorite and one of my favorites. If we're going into the Spider-Verse, we're going all crazy. We're getting Spider-Ham, the pig version of – his name is Peter Porker. Oh, my what? goodness. We're, yeah. So like Spider-Pig. Spider-Pig from – so we're getting all these different – we're getting Gwen Stacy's Spider-Girl um, and we're getting all these Spider-Noir and all these different Spider-Mans coming into that movie, which the animation looks fantastic on that movie. Miles Morales, of course. is the, And so, yeah, we're going to get Peter Porker, the Spider-Ham. And I love it. I don't know how I feel about that. Wait, like, he's a character that's under- been around since at least the seventies or eighties. I understand it as like a joke, but yeah, I don't know. like is that a movie? No, we're getting him in the into the Spider Verse, the oh. Spider Man uh, animated Sony's picture movie. All right. <laughs> so that just intrigued me when I heard that. We got some more stuff about Halloween that looks fantastic. Not in a million years did I think Danny McBride. When I thought about Pineapple Express or all the other Seth Rogen movies he's been in, not once did I say, oh, he would make a great horror movie. But, yeah, he's attached to either directed or wrote the script. And so Halloween looks awesome. Jamie Uli Curtis seeing her still at, like, whatever she is, seven years old, <laughs> taking on the shapeless killer Michael Myers. And speaking of horror movies, we got treated to a little bit of It. Chapter 2, have you guys got to see, like, the adult Losers Club um, only, only a little bit of okay. like individual photos, but I haven't gotten to see them all together yet. Yeah. I don't like clowns. I'm, have so, you seen okay. the first one? Of it? Yeah. No, I refuse to when we had, hate clowns. When we had a paranormal <laughs> journalism class, um, the first day and at least the last day too, I wore my Pennywise shirt. And, and I did. was like, no, no, good thing you're sitting behind me. <laughs> she like, wasn't having it. Oh, so no. maybe we got to get out. Come no. on. We got to watch that all we, together. Because I haven't revisited it since I've seen no, it. No, And it's an excellent. Like, I okay. love horror movies, but what? I can't see Okay, no, Subtract Pennywise and the clown. It's a really good coming of age. Yeah. I know, I know you can't really do that because that's what it is about. But it really is a good coming of age. There's a lot of, like, uh, non-horror elements that are really, like, I, know, I love movies. horror movies. Yeah. yeah. Just clowns. No, I, I know. Uh, I, I, I <laughs> We totally need to all get together and watch, rewatch it, and then go watch the second one. I hate all just of this. Just a double feature. Oh. Fight through it. Come on. Yeah, fight For through us. it. Yep. Please. I guess. <laughs> okay. Just because I like you guys. Yeah. And we have a, speaking of that, we have a really good, like, uh, picture what? that we got from uh, KC Comic Con. Planet Comic Con, yeah. where like you were reaching for the balloons. Oh, yep, of Penny, yep, that was of, a good picture. Of, uh, and everybody else was like, "No, no, no Johnny, yeah. don't do it!" Yeah. I'm like, "But it's a balloon." <laughs> he was about to see the deadlights. Yep. Um, so, is anything in there intrigue you? Glass, Bumblebee, Godzilla, Fantastic Beasts, Spider Verse, Halloween, it, 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 okay. it is about it. It is about it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anything I, I'll cryptic. see are you asking what intrigues me or what I'm going to see what you're going to see you're probably <laughs> going to see, probably gonna I see, see pretty much all of those yeah. but what I'm actually excited to see is okay. just it yeah you're excited to see it I am it? I'm, I'm going to see it okay it, it. Mm. so any uh, before we sign off and just take this to a part two because we'll we'll be back with the Arrowverse stuff I'm sure we'll be back to trash on DC more. Oh, definitely. Uh, <laughs> we course. haven't got all of our Titans anger out. I don't think. No, no. you know, we're gonna we'll say have more once we see. We're gonna say episode. forget you at the Titans more. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we're gonna we're just gonna 
we're going to kill it like Robin shouldn't have. Yes. Uh, killed anything. <laughs> um, any any final thoughts on what we've talked about? Anything? Uh, you guys? Get your act together, DC. Yeah. Get your act together. Learn from your comic Mistakes. or your, your comic counterparts and learn from the animated counterparts. <laughs> yeah. And learn from the Arrowverse. And yes. The Arrowverse, yeah. Yeah. Uh, consult Greg Berlanti, but not if he's dealing with Titan stuff. Cause, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that will uh, that'll about do it for this. And um, as always, you nerded, nerded here first. first. I will see you guys later. Bye.